Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm back. I'm back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I am your host, Dr. Tana M. Session. Yes, you heard that correctly, Dr. Tana M. Session. So a few things have been happening since the last time we connected, and I want to bring you up to speed very quickly. But first and foremost, I want to make certain that you guys are staying subscribed. Please share the podcast with friends and family and have them subscribe. I have taken a bit of a hiatus because of travel and other obligations, but I'm back. I'm back and I'm back in a big way. As I said, I'm pleased to announce that um, this past uh, June 30th, I graduated with an honorary doctorate in philosophy and I am now Dr. Tana M. Session. This nomination came as a big surprise to me. I only thought celebrities got honorary doctorates, but I've come to learn that, no, if you have years of experience, especially in a particular industry or field, if you are involved in community service, such as I, I've been on boards for many years and done a lot of um, volunteer work throughout the years as well. And in addition to that, of course, there is a bit of a financial obligation. So you make a donation to the school that has donated and you also commit to doing some community service or missionary work with them. This is a seminary school called, uh, acronym is God's You. It's Global Oved Day Seminary University based out of Florida. And part of the mission work I will be doing is providing school supplies, computers, calculators to students in Jamaica. So that's near and dear to my heart because my grandfather was part Jamaican uh, my ex-husband is Jamaican. My son, therefore, is Jamaican. And I consider myself to be part Caribbean as well. So just want to bring you up to speed with that. You're probably wondering, how did her name change or why did her name change? I didn't even know she was in school, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yes, I was able to announce that this summer. Then I also won a couple of awards this summer. So I was uh, nominated for a Women's Leadership Award with the Los Angeles Business Journal. So I have that nomination under my belt now. So yay me. Again, someone saw the work that I've been doing, nominated me. And thankfully, I was selected and had a very nice event here in L.A., where they gave out awards and trophies to individuals in different categories. Although I didn't win one of the trophies, I was just very honored to be in a room with these esteemed and established women and have added quite a few of them to my tribe now. The other award that I received was through Dr. Cosette White, and this is her inaugural, inaugural event. And she has um, the Dr. Cosette M. White Foundation. And I won the Trailblazer of the Year Award. And I'm so honored and flattered. She and I have been friends and been connected for about two years now and been supportive of each other and supporting each other. And as a result, she nominated me and wanted to recognize me along with, I believe, there were about 12 women in total that won in different categories. And we actually got to spend the day with Congresswoman Maxine Waters. So that was really exciting. And then, and then, which leads me to what I'm going to talk about today, I was selected as the only alumni in the history of my graduate school, which is American Intercontinental University, to be the keynote speaker at the commencement ceremonies this summer. So I spoke in Houston in June. I spoke at the AM and the PM session. There were about 300 some odd students that graduated in a huge um, auditorium that was filled to the rafters with friends and families supporting the students and the graduates. And then I spoke in July at the Atlanta commencement. And that again was a two part because there were 756 students 
and about 4,500 guests at this ceremony. And at Houston, I believe they said there were a total of about 3,000. So in total, I spoke to over 7,000 people and delivered the keynote commencement uh, speech to over a thousand, almost a thousand students um, for American Intercontinental University. I'm still receiving messages from individuals that took so much away from my talk. It was a very open and candid um, talk, speech, if you will, that really um, just really spoke about overcoming adversities. And the theme of it was really quite simple. It doesn't matter where you start, it's all about where you see yourself going. And that is something that I resonated throughout the talk at different points because I really wanted to drive that point home. And what I did was I shared my journey with the students and the guests and the faculty to let them know that if I can stand in front of you as Dr. Tana M. Session right now as your keynote speaker, considering everything I've gone through and all the things I've experienced in life, there's no reason why any of you should be held back. There's no reason why this degree that you completed shouldn't catapult you to the next level of success. So again, just understanding that it doesn't matter where you start, but it truly is about where you see yourself going. I was interviewed when I was in Atlanta by the Atlanta Black Journal, I believe it's called. And they asked me what was the driver for me, like what keeps me going and keeps me focused and motivated. And I had to share with them and I was very honest and I know it may sound hokey, but ever since I was a little girl, I used to have these imaginary worlds for myself and I always imagined something better than where I was. I never for an instant thought I belonged where I was or in, that I belonged in the situations that I was in, whether it was with an abusive, verbally and physically abusive alcoholic mother or with a father who was very loving, but was addicted to heroin, um, you know, whether it was in abusive relationships. I never thought that that was supposed to be the end for me. I always had a bigger vision for myself. I designed a world for myself with all of my Barbie dolls. <laughs> it started that far back where I put myself in their world, whether it was with the clothes that they wore or the little Barbie car that they had or the townhome that they lived in or the jobs that they had in my mind or the outfits that they came in that told what type of job, you know, professional they were. That was my world. And I always saw something bigger for myself. I used to have posters on my wall of cities that I had never even been to, didn't know if I would ever go to, but I knew one day I would make it there. I had pictures of Paris, London, Milan, because I felt like that was a part of where my world was going to take me. Of course, at the time, I thought it was going to be as a supermodel. <laughs> that didn't happen. I modeled, but I didn't become a supermodel. But I was able to go to each of those cities multiple times as an adult. And I remember when I went with my son, my husband and my son's best friend, and we took the train from London to Paris and it was an early, early train and they were asleep and I couldn't sleep. I was wide awake. I wanted to take it all in. I wanted to see every part of the countryside. I didn't want to miss anything because I didn't know if I was ever going to experience this again. And it had taken me over 40 years to make this dream of a child living in the projects with a picture of Paris on her wall of the Eiffel Tower to make this a reality for myself and to be able to share it with my husband, my son, and my son's best friend. When we got off the train, they got off the, collected our items, got off the train, and I actually stopped on the platform and kneeled on the sidewalk and I kissed the ground because that was a dream that I was able to make happen for myself, albeit 40 plus years later, but it happened. 
and I didn't, I didn't want to take it for granted. Now, I was able to go to Milan and to ride the train and celebrate um, Christmas holiday. It was pre-Christmas there and, you know, see what they do for get ready for the holidays. So having that experience, I've been to London quite a few times, even was able to stay in an apartment and feel like I lived there for a while with my husband and my son and his friend. Um, so during that trip to Paris, we stayed almost five days in London and just lived amongst the people and became a native. So I want to share with you the five takeaways that I left with those almost 7,000 listeners, attendees at the graduations this summer uh, in June in Houston and July in, in, in Atlanta. And I'm actually putting the whole speech together. It's been recorded. I'm putting it together professionally and I will share it on my YouTube page. So to be up there permanently for others to be able to see. I invite you to follow my YouTube channel. Please do. Tana M. Session is the handle on YouTube. If you type that in, you'll find my page and all the videos that I have up there. And I'm going to put this up here as soon as the uh, videographer gets done doing the mastery behind it to dress it up a bit. So here's the first lesson that I shared. Lesson number one, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and the guest on the show said, rent your title, but own your character. That statement resonated with me. Yeah, I used to be that chick. <laughs> I was the one who led with my title when I entered a room. I felt it validated me and proved I deserved to be at the table. But this I know for sure. Titles can be taken from you, sometimes voluntarily, but most times involuntarily. It's happened to me. Don't get caught up in the accolades people may bestow upon you. Over the years, I've learned what is more important is what people say about you when you're not in the room and what you've done to serve others. Lesson number two, joy comes in the morning. Know that adversities and setbacks are temporary. They only remain permanent situations when you give them more power than they deserve. Our mistakes do not limit us. Only our fears do. Be patient with yourself and give yourself grace and mercy every day. I've had many days and nights when I cried myself to sleep or stayed awake wondering why me. In the end, the sleepless nights and the worrying were all for nothing. Everything worked out. I've now learned to treat setbacks like water off a duck's back, honey. They are there by design and serve a purpose and a bigger plan for your life. Lean into adversities and use them as fuel and not excuses to propel to your highest level of success. Lesson number three, procrastination is really a lack of integrity. Keep your word. Keep your word to your significant other, to your children, to your employer or employees, to your friends and your family, but more importantly, keep your word to yourself. Sometimes procrastination is just fear in disguise. And I want you to remember, only danger is real. Fear is truly F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. Get out of your own way. Lesson number four, begin with the end in mind. That's a quote by Stephen Covey. If you don't know who he is, please Google him. If you know your why, the how will follow and you won't have to force it. Stay focused. Make a decision, stay committed, and take action. And yes, baby steps do count towards progress. Sometimes you may not see the next step on the staircase, and sometimes you'll have to build a plane as you're flying it, but keep putting one foot in front of the other and trust your parachute will open on the way down. Your purpose will lead you to activation. You were designed to thrive and not just survive. Hey, lesson number five. It's great to receive a yes with praise and joy, 
but learn how to receive a no with trust. Trust the process, trust the journey, and know that all things are working together in the universe for the greater good, even if it doesn't feel good in that moment. Just know the small no's are leading you to your big yes. So what do you think about that? I would love to see your comments. I want you, I encourage you to write comments at the bottom of this podcast. Share it with your friends and family on social media. Again, please subscribe if you're not currently subscribed and encourage others to do the same. I've got my rhythm back. I got some downtime between travel. So I'm going to be doing some more podcasts and trying to get back on a regular schedule again. If you haven't listened to the other ones, please go back to the first. They're not in any particular order. So feel free to listen to them randomly. Or if you want to listen to them in chronological order, do that as well. So with that, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. This is Dr. Dr. Tana M. Session. And I am your America's number one reinvention and transformation expert. I am your organizational development strategist. I am your human resources consultant. But more importantly, I'm here for you. So thanks for listening. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast and on social media. Follow me on all social media platforms at Dr. That's D-R-T-A-N-A-M-S-E-S-S-I-O-N at Dr. Tana M. Session on all social media platforms. With the exception of YouTube, it's just Tana M. Session. And feel free to uh, visit my website to learn more about me and what I do for companies as well as the work I do with individuals. So thanks 